Hello everyone, this is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 139th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. I want to thank you all for being here with me today. Hope you're all having a great week. Uh, before we get started, I wanted to briefly mention my poker training site, pokercoaching.com. You can actually see it right here in the middle of the table if you're watching this on jonathanlittlepoker.com or on YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you listen, go to pokercoaching.com. Check it out. There we have a lot of interactive hand quizzes. If you enjoy Weekly Poker Hand, and presumably you do if you have made it to our episode 139, you will love PokerCoaching.com. So check it out. There is a lot of great material there that will certainly help you if you want to improve your game. So this hand is from a $1,000 buy-in event, and we have 10-6 suited in the big blind. We have a pre-flop race of two and a half big blinds, loose aggressive kid calls, and with 10-6 suited in the big blind, getting great pot odds, we have to put in 600 to try to win a 3,400 total pot, so we're getting great pot odds. I think we need to call here. Some people play a little bit tight in this spot, and I don't think it's horrible or anything like that to fold in this scenario, but I would definitely say that calling is vastly superior to folding just because you're getting great pot odds you do not have to win this pot very often at all to justify sticking around so the flop comes queen seven six two diamonds one heart we have ten six of hearts so this is an interesting spot because if i check call if the great tag kid bets i'm often gonna be stuck check folding on the turn if i do not improve my hand to either a better draw or a better made hand so if you want to have a leading range, I think hands like this fit very well into them. And the reason I say that is because if we lead and our opponents fold, that's great because whatever they folded had plenty of equity versus us. Like if they're sitting here with ace, jack, I'm fine if they fold. And also, if I lead and get called, there are a lot of good turn barreling cards for me. Any heart, eight, nine, six, ten can even bluff on some cards like diamonds uh, there are a lot of cards that can conceivably come that will either really increase our equity or allow us to realistically bluff i would also consider leading here with sets and also with my draws that are not good enough to check call or check raise that's probably going to be hands like eight five offsuit or eight five of spades or something like that uh five four maybe hands like ten nine and um nine ten eight those are also hands that are not quite good enough to check call. So you may want to check raise with those. So I like leading with a range of draws and premium made hands. So if I was going to develop a leading range here, it would be every premium made hand, so all two pairs and better, as well as some draws. This hand probably does not fit quite into that category in reality because this hand is strong enough to check call. So if I was playing this hand today, I would not use this hand as a check or as a lead. I would just um, check call with it instead. Anyway, I bet 2,600 into the 3,400 pot. And now this great tag kid makes it 5,600. Guy in the middle folds and it's back to me and the big blind with 10, six of hearts on queen, seven, six, two diamonds, one heart. And now we have to put in an additional 3,000 to win a pot that's going to be about... 15,000. So do we win this 20% of the time? Probably. So I don't really see how we can fold. Um, alternatively, could we ever re-raise here? 
the starting stacks were about 50,000 at 200, 400. So about 125 big blinds deep or 100, 112 big blinds deep or so. So I could see re-raising this being okay if we think we're gonna have a lot of fold equity. You'll find that some players will blindly attack you if you lead. And I'm not necessarily gonna say that's what this great tag kid's doing who raised. But if you get the vibe in the spot that your opponent is raising with a wide range and will then fold if you re-raise, I could see re-raising being pretty sweet. And if you get jammed on, of course, you can then fold. So I could either see calling or re-raising. I end up making it 12,200, which is very aggressive. But again, this now is a reasonable draw that is going to turn some really concealed equity a decent amount of the time. And if you make it 12,200 here, you will be able to shove for about a pot size bet on the turn if you do turn a nice card. If the turn's a diamond, I'm probably just going to give up. If it is a... Oh, you want me to update iTunes? No, not right now. Um, if it is a heart, I'm definitely going to shove. If it is a six, I'll probably shove. If it's a 10, I'll shove. Um, What about an ace or a king? Ugh, those are a little bit dicey. I think an ace I will not shove and a king I will shove. What about jacks, tens, or jacks, eights, sevens? I'll probably sh- I'll probably shove on all the straight card turns as well. So I'm going to be shoving on a lot of turns here as a bluff. Basically, anytime I pick up a gut shot or better, I'm going to be shoving. And we get the king of hearts. Pretty good card. Now, our, I mean, this is actually one of the better cards because now my opponent may fold if he has a queen, which would be fantastic, right? Whereas if the turn was, say, a, a, nine, a nine, he may not fold a queen at that point. So anyway, this is a great card to shove. I'm certainly shoving here. Pot's 27k, my opponent has 31,000 behind, so maybe I could have made it a little bit bigger on the turn to set up closer to a pot size shove, because my opponent does have, you know, 110% pot or so behind. So it's not like I'm making a huge shove, but I think it's usually better for you to get in a little bit more money on the flop, so that you steal more money on the turn whenever you do shove. It means your turn bluff has to work less often. So maybe I could have sized this hand a little bit better. I do shove, and my opponent folds, so... Obviously a great result. I would say that this hand is <laughs> very aggressive, certainly not something I typically do. But if you're playing and you somehow get the vibe that the kid who raised on the flop is just messing around and trying to steal the pot from you because he thinks your leads must be weak or he thinks leads in general must be weak, that's a pretty good spot to reach out and try to steal the pot. So that's what we did, and this time it worked out. That's going to be it for this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Again, I hope everyone has a great week. Make sure you check out PokerCoaching.com. You can just go right to that link, PokerCoaching.com, and check it out. Let me know if you enjoy it. I I mean, we've been having a lot of success there. The students have been doing fantastically well. I know of at least three students who have cashed for over 100K in tournaments recently, and that's that's good. I'm glad, I'm glad that the students are having success. So anyway, check it out if you like Weekly Poker Hand, and if you don't like Weekly Poker Hand, well... Guess you won't be back next week. (laughs) Thank you very much. I'll see most of you then.